Hello, special guest of honor. We are the Vessels of Honor's Foundation and we are glad to have you join us this evening. Stay back and enjoy the service. Blessings. Hey, you smile from heaven, 
We call it rainbow You're amazing And you look from heaven We call it sunshine That's amazing Good evening, everyone. As always, it's a pleasure to have you with us at VHF, the Vessels of Honor Foundation, and it is an honor to be bringing you the Word of God today. You know, it's an honor and a privilege because, you know, your pastor trusting you with the responsibility to bring the Word of God to his people is, is something that is quite huge in itself. I don't want to talk too much because I want to make this as short as possible so that we can, you know, hit it on time and you get the power nuggets to run for your week. So yes, it's a privilege to bring the word of God to you because you are important. It's a privilege to bring the word of God to you because God wants you to hear the word. He wants his word ministered to you. He wants his, his word hidden in your heart. He wants his word planted in your life. Praise God. And to bring forth more fruit. I believe so. I really believe so. That you listening to this. Yes, you. I'm talking to you specifically. As you listen to this, I pray that there is assurance in your heart. It is better again. You are not lost. You are not lost. You are not alone. You are not lost. You are not alone. God is mindful of you. Very, very mindful of you. Very mindful of you. You are not alone, dear one. My brother, my sister, you are not alone. So let's pray. Father, we thank you because indeed the entrance of your word brings light and your understanding to the simple. We thank you because indeed we can stand on your word. We can stand on the promises that you've made. We can stand as you will do what you're said to do. Thank you, Holy Spirit, because I know that this word goes out with accompanying signs and wonders. We give you praise. We give you glory. For in Jesus' name we've prayed. Amen. So, Let's just jump, you know, let's just take a deep dive in because, you know, a deep dive in, I mean, because you know, I, don't, I don't want this to be too long. You know, pastors always say that they want this to be too long and then they will talk for seven and a half minutes, so, seven and a half minutes, one hour and, you know, more, but I, I don't want this to, to be too long. So the title of today's message is Banking on the Word. 
someone say banking on the word you know um you can take the word of god to the bank praise god hallelujah you can take the word of god to the bank and you know what i mean is that the credibility of the word of god is valid across every situation across every situation now this is a, is a sermon of encouragement for you so just listen to the end just listen to the end you the 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 the, the credibility of the word of god is viable across any situation meaning the word of god will stand will stand regardless of where you put it at no point in time is the word of god lacking in ability to do that which god has said it will do that is why god will speak in isaiah 55 verse 11 and says that no word that comes out of my mouth will return to me void without doing that which i have sent it to do apologies no word that comes out of my mouth will return back to it void without doing that which i have sent it to do do you understand that's where we are we are we are convinced of the of the um of the how can i put it, of the faithfulness of god throughout scripture throughout scripture um, david wrote in the psalms that his his mercies endures forever his mercies are new every morning great is his faithfulness you know you see that um um, Titus 1 2 will talk about you know, speaking about how salvation came through the God who cannot lie, you know, how to talk to that. Every good and perfect gift comes from above from part of us. You know, there's no variableness in there, is any shadow of turning. You know, you just see very clear that the, 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 the most one of the one of the characteristics that we see of God is that He is constant, He is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Do you understand? So that is why we can say with the confidence that your future is secured. Your future is secured because it has been promised. And it has not just been promised by anybody, it has been promised by the promise keeper. Meaning that you can look on to your future with, with, with hopeful anticipation, knowing that your future being good and great is a necessary happening. It is a necessary happening that you can bring to bear by obeying the principles of the word of God. And that is my encouragement. That is that is the word of encouragement I'm, you know, I'm bringing to you today. Because here is what it is. Now, to the believer, to the Christian, so to speak, um, the word of God is a central, you know, a, a, a central, how can I put it? A central, a central pillar of your faith, a central pillar of the faith in itself. Meaning that we draw our principles, we draw our morals, we draw our definitions of right and wrong from the Bible. Meaning that that's, the Bible in itself is, is not just a book. It's not just a compendium of letters. That is why Jesus would say that the letter killeth, but the Spirit giveth life. I have come that you might have life and have life abundantly. Why? Because when people are following the letters, the writ of the Lord, they were dying because you cannot keep the law. But Jesus brought the Spirit who brings life, life that supersedes the law. Do you understand? That is why Jesus is the Word, the inspired Word of God you get you get so that's why when we when we um when we when we you know go through life and you know there's also apply the word of god believe the word of god the word of god is you know is there is strong is everything sometimes it always seems like eh, i don't really feel it i don't really get what it means i don't really you know understand what they are trying to say and everything the reason why anybody that suggests the word of god to you meditating on it to you as a um as a viable as a viable um 
I don't want to say drug, I don't want to use drug as a viable palliative or as a viable help to whatever situation you are facing. Is it because that person is convinced in the ability of the word of God to change situations? Do you know why? Because we see in John that the Bible says that in the beginning was the word and the word was God and the word was God. Reading down the face says that nothing that was made could not have been made except through him. That's why you now see in Colossians that all things were made for by him, through him, and for him. Speaking of Christ. Meaning that the word is living, it is powerful, it is sharper than any two-edged sword. Dividing, um, um, them. I don't, I don't want to, I don't want to read it out of, um, I don't want to butcher the scripture. I would like to read it in, um, in proper context. Hebrews, Hebrews four, verse fifteen. Um. Hebrews 4. Oh, it's not Hebrews 4. Sorry. So it was 4.12, not 4.15. I should know it was in chapter 4. Hebrews 4.12. So let's 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 read it out. So it says that the word of God is living and it is powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing even to the division of soul and spirit, and of joints and marrow, and is a discerner of the thoughts and intents of the heart. And there is no creature hidden from his sight, for all things are naked and open to the eyes of him to whom we must give account. So we see that the word of God is not just the central ethos of our belief systems or a series of dogmas or written letters to guide our lives. No, it is living and it is powerful. It is a discerner of the thoughts and intents of our, of the heart. It can be a judge. It can be a lens upon which you can use to decide that which is good and that which is right. That is why Apostle Paul will speak in Hebrews and says that um, um, strong meat is for those who by who who true um, who true exercise of use can discern between good and evil. The reason why those people can discern between good and evil is because they are fed on the meat of the world. They have they have they have they have how can I put it? Once in Jemuyo, whoever does not understand you, brother, what that means is that like, they have eaten to the brim, they have filled with it in so much so that by reason of exercise, by virtue of what they have worked the word with, they can discern between good and evil. And that's what differs, differs um, um, you know, separates maturity. That makes it seem like the faith of another believer is greater than another. Do you understand? So here's moving on. Banking on the word. We haven't gotten. We haven't gotten. This just all of this is just introduction. Like video say introduction. All this just introduction. Yes. So banking on the word. What does it mean to bank on the word? What does it mean to bank on? To bank on the word means to trust in the word, to lean on the word, to hope on the word, to believe on the word, to use the word in any situation where doubts will come. And the reason why you can do that is because the word is veritable. It is true. It holds true because he that has spoken it is true. Now, what what determines the quality of the word of, of a word? One, the character of the person that spoke it, the content of the word itself, and the effect it had in the situation. One, you can write it down, the character of the person that spoke it, the content of the word itself. And the effect it had. Now, if we are to judge God, the word of God by those standards, the character of the person that spoke it is faithfulness. The content of that word is life. The effect it has on the people around it is change, producing the fruits of righteousness, of which include prosperity, fulfillment, peace, a hope, a future, and an end. 
I hope that makes sense. I hope that makes sense. I hope that makes a lot of sense to you. That is why you can bank on the word. That's why you can lean on the word. Why? Because the character of him who spoke it is infallible. By definition, the omnipotence of God means he is the being with the greatest moral rectitude, the greatest degree of faithfulness. Concerning any metric that is good, God is at the maximum. Do you understand? Concerning any metric that is good, God is at the maximum. So faithfulness, God is at the maximum. Goodness, God is at the maximum. Love, God is at the maximum. That is why at every single point in time in which you experience a gap, in which you experience that there is a distance between you and God. It wasn't God that left, it was you that moved. And now do not get overtly academic and say, you know, what do you mean move? Christ is in me, the hope of glory. How can I move from what already is part of me? Glory to God. He that is joined with Christ is one spirit with him. He and I are in koinonia. Praise God. I cannot move. The reason why I come saying that then is because you have an assurance of the word in you. If you do not, you will be distant from that which you possess. And that's why that's the irony of the whole thing. So yes, you can bank on the word. Meaning that you can draw promises from scripture and hold on to it. Because the character of him who spoke it is faithfulness. The content of the scripture is life. We have seen that the word of God is what? Living and powerful. Sharper than any two-edged sword. You have seen that the entrance of God's word brings what? Light and understanding to the simple. The Bible says that um, the testimony of the Lord is just, converting the soul. The Lord, it says the law of the Lord is perfect, converting the soul. The testimony of the Lord is just, making wise the simple. The law of the word is just, is, is, is perfect, converting the soul. The, the testimony of God is just, making wise the simple. Meaning that any situation where you find yourself, where it seems that wisdom is far from you, where it seems like that which you do not know is far from you, the word of God is your answer. It is something you can bank on. It is something you can hope on. Why? Because the character, the content, and the effect are eternal. They carry the divine life itself. So when you see something in the word of God, you can lay hold on it. Why? Because the covenant you have now is better than the whole covenant. That's why it says that, you know, um, the, the, the blood of Jesus speaks better things than the blood of Abel. Why? Because the blood of Abel cried condemnation. The, um, the blood of Jesus cried forgiveness, salvation to those who have. Do you understand? So you are in a place. That is why the believer is the most advantage. It is so, it is so advantage. You are so advantaged that it is almost unfair. Do you know why? Because by the promise of the word, we see that when you pray, you can get answers. Why? Because this is the confidence that we have. That if you ask anything in his name and according to his will, what will he do? He hears us. Now, the Bible now comforts you to know that it is possible to pray along with his will, even though you may be afraid that how will I pray along with his will? Why? Praying in the spirit. He says, if any man speaks in tongues, no man understands him, because albeit he, um, he speaketh mysteries unto who? Unto God. The Bible says that the Spirit makes intercessions for us with groanings that cannot be uttered. Praise God. So the Bible first promises, you see God is very smart. God is a, God is a genius. He's smart. He first tells you that will answer anything you ask for me. 
according to my will. Knowing fully well that it is possible they are afraid that what if I ask something that is not going to cause you, fear not, my child. I have given you praying in the spirit, where at every point in time the spirit is making intercessions through you, and the spirit will not pray anything that I do not want. And he now comforts you by letting you know that and what if the spirit is praying something I don't like? See, forget the thoughts and plans I have for you are of what? Of good, not of evil. To give you a hope, a future, and an expected end. That is why you can bank on the word. It is complete. The scriptures are complete. God did not leave any stone unturned. God did not leave a place where you will be unsure about your footing in him. He confirmed his love, affirmed his justice, let you see his faithfulness, and let you realize that salvation was not an afterthought, but the plan. Salvation was not an afterthought, but the plan all along. And so he spoke of Jesus in the prophets. He spoke of Jesus in the prophet. He says that, you know, spoke about Isaiah. He says that the coming to be upon his shoulder and shall be called what? The Prince of Peace. You see that Jesus will make reference to Malachi. Um, he make reference to Malachi, I think, 3 1, when he was speaking about how John um, Malachi was saying that I will send my servant ahead of you. And Jesus was saying that he was speaking about, you know, the John. He says that Jesus was speaking boys like, he looked into the scriptures. Hoping to find um, eternal life, but you do not know that they speak of what they speak of me. They speak of me. Jesus affirmed that the scriptures, which in that time were the law and the prophets, spoke of him. So whenever God made a promise, whenever God made a declaration, in the context of the Israelites, it seemed like oh God was giving us an instruction for this time. But no, God was thinking of you there. That is why you can bank on the word. Because the character. The content and the effect are assured. The character of the speaker is faithfulness. The content of the word is life. The effect on you is effectiveness, producing results after the kind of that word. Because that word is the incorruptible seed. It is the incorruptible seed. It's the incorruptible seed. That's why Apostle Peter would say in, um, is it First Peter? I think it's First Peter 1, 23, that you have not been born of a perishable seed, but of an imperishable one, the word of God, which liveth and abideth forever. First of all, he testifies again that the word of God lives. Praise God, it is alive. It is alive. So I say, the word of God has life. The word of God has life. And when that life finds its way into me, I bring forth much more life. That is why a believer that must be effective must be filled to the brim with God's word. Must be filled to the brim with God's word. Someone once made a joke that if you take all the um um the um, how do they put it the armor of the uh, of the spirit, you know, as mentioned, you know, it's his breastplate of righteousness, the sword of truth, the helmet of salvation, you know, feet shod with the gospel of peace, um, the um, Sort of belts. I can't remember the belts. I can't remember the belts. I don't want to be subtentric. It says that by the time you take all of those things, you will see that 90% of them require the word to be effective. If you take the helmet of salvation, you require prayer and the word. If you take the breastplate of righteousness, that which reminds your righteousness is what? In the word. Your feet shod with the gospel of peace. The gospel of peace is spoken to what? The word. The sword of the truth, which is the word of God. Praise God. So the word is important. So once you me, the word is important. The word is important. That's why this year, you know, I'm personally to be more intentional with the word. 
you know, try and take Bible plan seriously. That's not been easy, but what I have realized is that the word itself is transforming. When it transforms me, when it transforms me, when it transforms you, you can put your trust in it. And so, because you have put your trust in it, you are convinced of it. And so, you cannot begin to bank on it. That is why you see someone, a pastor, say, I can never be broke in my life. I'm a billionaire. Or you see a pastor says that when I preach the word, there are signs accompanying. Why? Because the my, my um, Jesus says, go into all the world and preach the gospel to all the nations. He says that these signs shall follow them who believe. They will do what they will speak in other tongues. They will cast them out. They will heal the sick. They shall drink a poisonous thing, and it will not what harm them. You will see people who act on a simple word. And so if it's when you're like, what is going on now? Why are they the ones healing? Why are they the ones doing this? It is because they are talking on the word. They have trusted the character. They have believed the content. They must see the effect. Trust the character. Believe the content. Take in the content. Take, take it in. You will see the effect. So what is happening is that we are desiring effect. Forgetting the character. And just barely managing to consume the content what will happen what we will get would be a, sh- a frustration because one we do not trust in the character of he who has spoken it we are not consuming the content the life in itself therefore we cannot get the effect if there is no two plus two the equals two will not be four do you get so my brother people are listening to mathematics will be like hey, it could be a 30 plus one or it could be eight minus twelve but in this context you know what i'm talking about do you understand eh? praise god praise god praise god hallelujah we have to know these smart people in in church i have to start worrying about things like that but praise god praise god hallelujah so do you get that's the thing character content effect someone say with me character content effect the character of God is faithfulness. The content is life because the word is alive. It is electric. Each time you read it, there is something it does to you. It brings life to your soul. It brings prosperity to your spirit. So much so that at every point in time, you begin to see that your response to situations is the life of God. Because the life of God is seen in the word of God. Because the word of God is Jesus. And so you can bank on that word. That's why your promise is secure. Do you know why? Do, do, do you know that's why your future is promised? And that's why your future is secured. Why? Because it's the thoughts and the plans I have for you. They are what? They are good and not of evil. To give you a hope, a future, and an expected end. Meaning that even if the present is not looking at it, even if it looks like, oh, I'm broke. And this is no motivational aspect. I see this is trust in the word of God. My future is secured because God has said my future is secured. I will bank on his character, trust the living content, and I will see the effect. Do you understand? That's why you must consume the content. Eat the word, eat the word, eat the word, eat the word, eat the word. Because if you do not eat the word, you will not know the benefit of hard work. If you do not eat the word, you will not know the benefit of loving your neighbor. You will not know the benefit of living, being, living peaceably with all men. You will not understand the benefits of wisdom and its interaction with men. How to avoid unreasonable men and how to bless people. You will not understand all of these things. But you will be desiring the effect of eternal life when you are not consuming what birthed it. You get so it is character, content, effect. Character, content, effect. 
And so you see the faithfulness of God throughout. God is plain power. Letting you know that he is not without strength. He is not without ability. God is plain love. Letting you know his predisposition or his disposition towards you. Letting you know his disposition towards you. God is plain sacrifice. Showing you his preparedness. Showing you that he is, he does, he is not, he's not a rush and do kind of person. He's not. He's not a rush and do kind of person. He looks into the future. He does not, he does not, he does not, um, how can I put this? No, 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 God prepares. God plans. God is such a doting father that he is with you right now and is along every step of your journey. Do you get? Do you get? So that's the thing. That's the thing. That's the thing. So, continue from there. So, banking on the word. You can take the word of God to the bank. But this bank is the bank of eternal life. Praise God for forever. And so you can withdraw life. At every point in time, in every day, day one, you can withdraw life. You can withdraw life because you can rise up in there and say, this day will be good. Why would this day be good? Because this is the day that the Lord has made. I will rejoice and I will be glad in it. Praise God. Praise God. Hallelujah. You will rejoice and be glad in it. Why? Because it is the day that the Lord has made. You can say fully well that nothing is, is withdrawn from me. I enjoy the abundance and the, 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 the fullness of strength to be able to do that is required. Why? Because God has given to me all things that pertain unto life and godliness. Through him who has called me on his going over, I'm given to the extreme and push promises. By them I have become a particular divine nature, having escaped the corruption that is in this world through lost. Second Peter 2. Hallelujah. Jigit. You can look into the word and says that God can reveal secrets to me. Why? Because in Isaiah 45, I think that's why, it says that he will reveal to you the secrets, the hidden treasures of secret places. Do you understand? As you say, what is the testament of God's love for me? Isaiah 43, verse 3, it says that I will sell off the whole world to get you back. That's verse 4 in message version, actually. He said, rich Kush, um, rich Kush and Siba truly. No, I mean, I mean, it's 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 beautiful things. You read Psalms. It says that I am as a wonder unto many because you are my refuge. You read Psalms 119 verse 9. It says, how can a young man, particularly for guys, let's just speak in paragraph for guys. Say, how can a young man keep his way pure? He says, by sticking, by living according to your word. I should say by sticking. I many people remember that. Do not want song. How can a young man keep his way pure? How can a young man keep his way pure? How can a young man keep his way pure by living according to that word? How can a young man keep his way pure? So yes, someone that nice verse nine, verse nine says, how can a young man keep his way pure by living according to your word? By living according to your word. The psalmist David knew that it is possible for a young man to deviate from the path of righteousness. It is possible for a young man to deviate from a path where the testimony of purity on his path has been flawed. How can that man avoid it? By living according to your word. Then he now goes to verse 11 and says that, Thy word have I hid in my heart, that I may not sin against you. Why? Because if, like I told you, we know the character of a person by the words they speak. If I have hidden your words in my heart, I know your character. I know the things you like and the things which you don't like. I know what your moral boundaries are. And because I am aware of your character, I will not sin against you. I will not breach your boundaries. So you are struggling with sin, struggling with sin. Bank on the word of God. It's a process. 
It's a process. It's a process you must be patient with. But remember these three things. Character, content, effect. Tell me, character, content, effect. Hmm. Character. <laughs> well, character, content, and effect. The character is faithfulness. The content is life. The effect is fruits unto righteousness. Your life blossoming like a tree planted by the rivers of the water. He says that what? He meditates on his law day and night. Day and night. That is why no matter the season, he will enjoy fruitfulness. Let's, let's, let's go and read that scripture. That's Psalm 1. Psalm 1. Psalm 1. Let's just read it. I apologize. I said this won't be long. But it's taking longer time than I expected. It says, Blessed is the man who walks not in the counsel of the ungodly. How does he not walk in the counsel of the ungodly? He has let us know in Psalm 119. He hides the word of God in his heart. He says, nor stands in the path of sinners. How does he not stand in the path of sinners? Hides the word of God in his heart. Nor sits in the of Kofu. How will he not sit in the of Kofu? He lives according to the word. But his delight is in the law of the Lord. And in his law, he does what? He meditates day and night. Meaning that the law of God, the word of God, is the content of this man's heart. Because the word of God is the content of this man's heart and man loves the word of God. He does not walk in the counsel of the ungodly. Why? Because the word of God, the, 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 the law of God is a designer of the intents and thoughts of the heart. According to Hebrews 4.12, meaning that someone who is filled with this word can know when a counsel that sounds right is not of God. Because wisdom can be duplicitous. The world has its wiles. That is why it says that the children of this world are wiser than, than the sons of God. Because they have their own wisdom. Apostle used to say something. He used to classify the world as Babylon and you know, the church as Zion. That for every innovation that Zion creates, Babylon has a counterfeit. A counterfeit. A counterfeit of that, that, that um, innovation. So if there is the wisdom of God, there is the wisdom of the world. There is the wisdom of the world. There is the wisdom of the world. But we know the wisdom of God because we have heard his words. We know his life. We have his character. We know what is and what is not. And because we trust in his faithfulness and recognize him as the supreme authority, whatever he says is right is what right is. We are simply clays in his hand, molded, fashioned after his will. That's why Apostle Paul will say that you cannot question him because have you ever seen the clay ask his maker, why did you make me like this? Now God is so great because as compared to the clay and the maker, he is the maker of the, he's the maker. You know, you know when you want to make a pottery person, you go and get sand which you do not, you do not make to make the pottery. No, God is the maker of the sand and the pottery. He did not take any raw materials. He did not take any pre-made raw materials. He is the source. He is the raw material. Praise God. Where was I? That was Psalms 1. He now says, He shall be. He says, But the law of the Lord, but his delight is in the law of the Lord, and in his law, he meditates day and night. Who David had in this point when he was receiving this revelation of what the law of God does to him? Man, is the prophets, the law and the prophets. But David was saying, Jesus, hallelujah. David was saying, That's why he says, Blessed be the man who sins are not counted against him. That's why David would prophesy so much about Jesus. Because he was a man that knew the law of the Lord. And Jesus now confirmed how that was possible. 
because he says that he looked into the law, hoping to find eternal life. For you do not know that they testify of me. I am eternal life. I am eternal life. That is why he looks into the law. He looks into the word. He finds me. When he finds me, he finds life. He finds life. He finds life. And when you find eternal life, oh, glory to God, you begin to do things that men thought were impossible. You overrun chariots. You raise the dead. You heal the sick. You exhibit the wisdom of God in such a dimension that men will come to the brightness of your rising. Men will come to your light and kings will come to the brightness of your rising. Why? Because the glory of the Lord will be seen upon you. The glory of the Lord will be seen upon you. Why? Because these words are not just words. Their content is what? Life. And the life is the life of the speaker. Carrying the life of God is not a joke. Why? Because when you carry the life of someone, that means you are carrying their nature. You have carried their abilities. You have carried that which they are able to do and not to do. Or praise be our Father to whom impossibility is not a concept. Praise God. So reading on, he says that it shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water that brings forth its fruit in season, whose leaves also shall not wither, and whatever it does, what? Prospers. Now says the ungodly are not so, but are like chaff which the wind drives away. Therefore the ungodly shall not stand in judgment, nor sinners in the congregation of the righteous. For the Lord knows the way of the righteous, but the way of the ungodly will what shall perish. Why would the way of the ungodly perish? Because unlike the righteous man, the way of the ungodly is not ensured by the word that lives and abides forever. The way of the godly is guided, because his path is defined. His future has been promised. That is why you can go through life unafraid. Your future has been promised day one. You can bank on the word. You can bank on the word. You can bank on the word of God. Lessons are being repetitive, but remember this every time. Every time you know sickness is in your body and it seems like, oh my God, I'm about to die. Lord, save me. I am in so much pain. Now I was, I was, I was sick recently and um, um, you know, at a point I was like, I'm in so much pain, Jesus. Save me, Jesus. I'm in so much pain. Do you understand? Hmm? And I, I, I was afraid for my life. I was afraid for my life because you know, I was like, this thing wants to take me away. But alas, to God be the glory. Because why? Our lives are insured. We matter to God. We matter deeply because he has said so. We matter deeply. We matter deeply. We matter deeply. Do you know what is the greatest insurance that God will always fulfill his word? The fact that Jesus came. That God will keep his word in Jesus is proof that God will keep his word to you. Because as compared to then, there was no incentive to. The only incentive was his love. And now you have accepted that love. Oh God, let me try, let me try this thing. You know this thing when you're just being nice to people because you just want to be nice? That's what God was saying because God was loving that way and he was not, um, completely without any... As for, you know this thing when you're nice people without... Um, just, because, just because you want to be nice. And as compared to people that actually choose to love you and love you completely. You know that you are more nicer to them as compared to the other people. Now, Bible says even while we were yet sinners, what happened? Christ died for us. He calls him the lamb that has been slain since the foundations of the world. Since God made the covenant with Abraham, he has been speaking of Jesus. Since the garden of Eden, he has been speaking of Jesus. Praise God. Praise God. Character. Content. Effect. 
the character of the speaker shows the veritability, the quality, the trustworthiness of the words that were spoken. There is nothing more trustworthy than God. Hallelujah. The content is life. That is why how words are spoken to you affect you. If the words are good words, you feel good. If the words are bad words, you feel bad. If the words are life, what happens? You will be filled with life. Not feel. Be filled with life. The same way the words of people enter your head and stay in your memory. And their effects and contact and content have an effect on your soul. That is the same way the word of God will have an effect on you. But the only effect it will have is life. Life and life abundantly. Why? Because you trust on the character. And so you will see the effect. You cannot desire the effect without trusting on the character and consuming the content. Do you get? So as we're saying, Jeremiah 23, 25 and 11, that's the word of God for you. He says, find out the thoughts and the plan that I have for you. Thoughts, thoughts, let me, let me, let me, let me, let me say it properly. I don't want to, I don't want to misquote it. I've written somewhere here in my notes, but I think I, I just wrote it out. Um, it plans to prosper to give you a hope, a future, and an expected end. That's what I believe it is, and that's what I think it is. Yes, for I know the thoughts that I think towards you. Thoughts of peace and not of evil, to give you a hope and a future. Let me read it in amplified version, because it adds the extra English that gives it spice. Glory. So he says, um, in verse 11, it says, For I know the plans and thoughts I, that I have for you, says the Lord. Plans for peace and well-being, and not for disaster, to give you a future and a hope. Calamity does not wait in your future. See, even if it is there, you will, you will, you will subdue it by the instrumentality of the Holy Spirit through the Word. Praise God. Let me read in another version, because that was that's going to be our ending scripture. Do you believe in translation? He says, "For I know the plans I have for you," says the Lord. There are plans for good and not for disaster. Praise God. God. Trust God. Trust His faithfulness. Trust His faithfulness. Trust His faithfulness. Praise God. Our God is faithful. It says, Our God is faithful. He is mighty. He is able. And He never sleeps. He never slumbers. God, God, God is on His feet. He never tires of hearing our prayers. When we are weak, He's always stronger. So rest in His love and cast all of your cares on Him. He never sleeps, He never slumbers. He never tires of hearing our prayers. When we are weak, He's always strong, so rest in His love and cast all of your cares on Him. Oh, our God is faithful, He is mighty, He is able. And He never sleeps, He never slumbers, He never tires of hearing our prayer. When we are weak, He is strong. So rest in His love and cast all of your cares on Him. Praise God. 
So let me read in the message version, which is, I'm sure, is many of our paper versions. Verse 11, he says that, um, I know what I am doing. I have it all planned out. Plans to take care of you, not abandon you. Plans to give you the future you what you hope for. Praise God. And this hope make not ashamed. The hope that make it not ashamed, you know, is a hope as unto Christ because looking on, you know, looking on uh, ahead, that hope that indeed there is a home and a future for us will not make us ashamed. But indeed, the expectations of the writers are not cut short. Why? Because God has promised. God has promised. God has promised a hope and a future. You don't have to look ahead in despair. You know, thing in the world where people are like, I don't know what tomorrow holds. I don't really know. I don't really care. I'm just living on. You know what tomorrow holds. It holds happenings of good and not of evil. Happenings of an expected end. Happenings of pleasant surprises. And so when something comes that is contrary to that word, because you know the character of the person is faithfulness and truthfulness, he cannot lie. You know the content of that word is life. So whatever represents death, represents lying, represents doubting in front of you, be it calamity, be it sickness, you will impose that word upon it and you will impose that word prayerfully, exercising the life that word has birthed in you by virtue of Christ in you. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. I really do hope it has in value for your time. I really do hope it has in value for your time. You're not alone. I know you're going through a lot right now. I know you may be um, feeling frustrated, tired, school may just be just be tiring you out and you're like, oh, what am I going to do? Or uh, um, anything, basically. Just seems, you just seem overwhelmed uh, or um, burdened. Dear one, God is for you. Who can be against you? Who can be against you? That is why they will say, Lavinia, many a day that gathered against me. But you, O Lord, are my refuge and my strength, the one whom I can trust. Why? Because in a game of war, only God matters. Only God matters. Yes, there is strategy. Yes, there is doing all of the things. But who will beat a superpower? You cannot strategize humans against Superman without kryptonite. But God has no kryptonite. Praise God. Praise God. He is perfect. He is complete. He cannot be beaten because victory is his name. Because God is not a man that should lie. He is not a son of man that he should repent. Has he not said it? Will he not do it? Has he not <clears throat> spoken of it? Will he not bring it to pass? God brings things to pass. God does not waste time. God doesn't. You know? God is not a man that should lie. I should check it's numbers. Numbers, I think. Numbers, let me check. Numbers, um, numbers 23, verse 19. Yes, numbers 23, verse 19. Numbers 23, yes. So he says, um, God is not a man that should lie, nor a son of man that should repent. Has he said it? Will he not do it? Or has he spoken it? And he will he not make it good and fulfill it? I apologize for the sounds. Um, they, they fire guns in my area once in a while. So as he know, as he know, as he, or as he spoken and will he not make it good and fulfill it? Praise God. Character, content, effect. It's a pathway. You know, in biochemistry, you talk about pathways. You know, there are, there are cascading pathways in which 
um, one action starts the other because the final product of the first action is an enzyme that triggers that serves as a catalyst for the other. That's how it is. The faithfulness, the love of God, his characteristics has triggered him to speak words of life. You consuming that words of life creates something in you, creates an assurance in you that enables you to birth an effect. That is how you become an effective believer. Through prayer and the study of the word, through banking on God's word. So someone said to me, I will bank on God's word. What are you doing? I will bank on God's word. I will withdraw from the ATM of eternal life. <laughs> Praise God. Hallelujah. So yes. Yes, 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 yes. I believe I've made this as short as possible as I possibly can. And uh, I celebrate you guys for joining me. If you are listening to this, it means you take your growth with the word seriously. You are not like a desical about, you know, what God wants to do in your life. You are intentional about consuming the word of God. And I tell you that you are well on your way. We all are. We all are. We all are. Character, content, effect. We will be blessed. We will be prosperous. Because our Father is what? Blessed. He is prosperous. Hallelujah. A child will not be less of his father. As long as he follows. Follow through. Follow through. Do not deviate. Do not deviate. Hide the word of God in your heart. Sneak it in. Pastor Daniel, over today, you see sometimes. You sneak the word of God into your heart. You sneak it in. You sneak it in. You know, I was talking about something in the goodie bag message that in this year, you know, we push our purity, we push our we push, we push our we push our position, we push our purity and push our power. I think it's position, power, and purity. Yes. That's what he said in um, um PowerPoint tribe. You push um position, you push power, you push purity. You know that in that alone we have already spoken about almost everything. Because I was populating you in Ephesians that what God has wrought in you is, ex- is, 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 is an exceedingly great power in which He wrought in Christ when He raised Him up from the dead and set Him above all principalities and powers and every power that can be named. That's in Ephesians. So to push your power, the Word has confirmed it for you. The Word has confirmed it for you. To push, to push your position in, He says He has seated you in heavenly places with Christ Jesus. To push your purity. Our psalmist has let us know. The king, priest, David. Where he says, hide the word of God in your heart that you may not sin against God. Because if you hide a man's words in your heart, you will hide his characters with you. That's why we mimic our mentors. Because we spend so much time consuming their words, spend so much time consuming their essence, that it is almost invariably possible that we will not exhibit their mannerisms. Because their words is who they are. Out of the abundance of the heart, the man will speak. And so, therefore, you can know the heart of God concerning any issue by reading the word. That is how you know how God sounds because you have read what He has said. That is how you know how God sounds. You can know the heart of God on any issue by reading His words because it's out of the abundance of the heart will the mouth speak. And so, it is out of the abundance of His heart because God has a heart. How do you think He feels? He is not a robot. Out of the abundance of His heart, His mouth has spoken. Praise God, and he's still speaking. Hallelujah. Did he in your way? Well, his mouth has spoken. Do you get? And so you can get God's word on any issue. How do you know how God sounds? By reading what he has said. 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 That is how we learn. That is how we, 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 we master recognition. We master recognition by repetition of sounds. That's how we know our names. We learn our names through other people's mouths before our voice even speaks it. But the reason why our voice can speak it is because we have learned our names. And that sounded very poetic. 
I don't know why, but that sounds extremely poetic. But yes, I'm not sure I relate, but yes, do you get? Do you get? Do you get? So, as I was saying, that was I, um, yes, about hearing God's voice. That's how you hear God's voice. That's how you were able to distinct. That's why the word of God says that. Because many times, many times, when you are being led by the Spirit and you want to hear a voice, it sounds like you, speaks like you, uses your mannerisms in your word, and you're like, oh, I'm sure I'm not hearing my own voice in, in my head. Hebrews 4 12 says, Well, the word of God is what? Living and powerful. Sharper than into a just word. Dividing even the asunder between the soul and the spirit and the joints and the marrow and is a discerner of the thoughts and the intent of the heart of men. How do you discern whether a voice is yours or whether it's a voice of God? Does it align with God's voice, with God's word? How would you know if it aligns with God's word? You fill yourself up with God's word. If you do not fill yourself up with God's word, what will happen? You will be filled with confusion. But the word of God still lets us know that God is not the author of confusion. God is not the author of confusion. God is not the author of confusion. Praise God. Praise God. Someone tell me, praise God. Hallelujah. So, I think we will come to the... We will wrap up several... Back up. Maybe this is the only life pastor to tell. Let's say, wrap up several times, you know. You have to wrap up like three times if you have to be a good pastor. That's what PD used to say. Sugar. Yeah. So, yes, that's it all. That's it. Your value system should be built on the Word of God. Your value system should be built on the Word of God. Your value system should be built on the Word of God. So man of God, woman of God, listening to this, you are more than this. You can be effective. You can do more. And I believe in you and God believes in you more. That is why he has hidden his treasures in you. God says that we have placed these treasures in earthen vessels so that the excellency may be of God and not of man. Your inadequacies are proof that you need the sufficiency of God. And when the sufficiency of God enters, those treasures in earthen vessels are made sin. That is why you will be a vessel unto honor. Praise God. Hallelujah. Because God will make you a vessel unto honor. You will do things that will honor his name. You will do things that will honor his will. Do not be afraid. I know we listen to this. Do not be afraid. But you know, I've made many mistakes in the past. You may have, um, you may have, um, you may be in a place right now where it seems, I'm always listening to this. I feel like it's for you. Any student that is going to listen to this, that you'll be listening to this one day, and, and, and I, I feel like the student is going to listen to this one day. I sense it that you know, yeah, I want you to know that you will do all right, my guy. You will be fine, you will be okay. Yeah, you'll be fine. I, I use guy for good, bit of you know, so wherever it is, but guy, you'll be fine. You'll be fine. God, day your back, God, day your side. You'll be okay, my guy. Stay blessed, stay jiggy, stay, stay. Stay fulfilled in all of your things. So someone said to me, my future is promised. My future is protected. My future is provided for. Someone said to me, my future is promised. My future is protected. My future is provided for. Promised, protected, provided for. Promised by the promise keeper so it will happen. It has happened. Protected, yarn, guided all the way. Not in a truncate that destiny. If my choices want to, mercy will make up for me. Not that I will go around and doing rubbish choices. So, but because I have filled in myself on the word of God, I will not sin against God, put myself in condemnation and stray away from his will. No, 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 no. I will ally. I will ally. Because the word of God is in my heart. I know what my father wants. I know what he wants. I know what he wants. And it is provided for. Because God always does more than enough. God will not leave you stranded. He did not leave. That's why you know, when 
pardon me. When you know the psalmist, as David says that, Thou will not leave my soul in hell. You are speaking of Jesus. God did not leave Jesus stranded in hell. You will leave you stranded in hell. Praise God, you are his after Jesus. You are his brothers and sisters. God will not leave you. God loves you just as much as Jesus. Praise God. Hmm? So you are blessing all of your things. You are blessing you are going out and you are coming in. God's hand is seen upon you. In your studies, in your finances, in your home, in your family. I pray for you right now. There's someone here right now that may be listening to this who's, you know, mother may be going through a certain illness. Or um seems like um I know what it is, it feels like an illness. I pray healing for her right now in the name of Jesus. Healing, 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 healing all the way. Oh, glory, healing all the way. From Jesus' name we've prayed. Amen. Father, we thank you because indeed as your word has gone out. Your power has gone out with it, Lord. Your life has gone out with it. Thank you because indeed this touches lives. We know not when, we know not how, but this touches lives, God. This touches lives. Praise God. This touches lives. Thank you because indeed we trust the character, the content, and the effect of your word. Thank you because indeed we know that our future is promised. It is protected and it is provided for. It is promised, it is protected, and it is provided for. Give glory to God. Thank God because we can rejoice. Woo! Glory. We can rejoice because we know even in our present afflictions, it works a far greater weight of glory within us. So much so that even though the outward man perishes, the inward man is being renewed every day. Because it is not in this world we have hope, so we are not miserable. We know that there is an expected end, even if that end is heaven. Glory to God. God, we thank you because indeed we know we have hope. We know we have a hope. We know that this future waiting for us is glorious. We know that we will dance. We know that we will rejoice. We know that we will be happy in it. Basking in the glory of your will. Hallelujah. Thank you, Holy Spirit, for your grace and mercy. And just and we pray. Amen. It's such a pleasure to have you guys with us. We hope to see you guys soon. We hope to see you guys real, real soon. We'll be starting, um, we'll, be, we'll, be, we'll keep you updated, you know, as you know, school and resumption is sorted out and everything. But please stay tuned. You, know, you can follow us on our social media, on Twitter at VHFUI and on Instagram at VHFUI. Praise God. Such a pleasure to have you with us. Please share these messages with your friends and, you know, let them know about VHF also. Once again, I would like to thank Pastor Femi for this honor because, like I said, it is a it is a trust and confidence obviously it's a trust and confidence hoping that you know this person would speak the words of life to your to your people and i really trust that i have done that tonight or at least i've tried that to the best of god's ability in me thank you holy spirit for your grace and mercy in jesus name we've prayed amen have, you know, have a great week ahead have a great week ahead bask in the glory of god this week Bask in glory of God this week. Bask in glory of God this week. You're not weak. You're not weak this week. Praise God. Someone say to me, I'm not weak this week. Hallelujah. I'm not weak this week. Praise God. I'm not weak this week. I go John weak on all of my enemies. <laughs> but praise God. Have a great night ahead, everyone. You're most blessed. You're most favored. Sleep well. Oh, no, no, no. This, it's, it's, you can't sleep well. Can I listen? Oh, you'll probably listen to this in the evening. So, you know, rest well. Rest well. Rest well. Take care, you guys. Thank for joining in us, joining, you know, joining, um, joining in on us, and I hope that you join us for search sessions on Friday, which is our prayer meeting sessions. If you would like to join those sessions and you're not already on the VHL group, um, you can message me at 080 090 121 80814. 
I repeat again, 090-121-80814. So, we'd love to see you at search sessions. It's a time of prayer, a time of inspired words, a time of prophecy, a time of words unto edification, words of wisdom, words of knowledge, power, healing, and some of the great things happen. So see you guys there. Have a great night ahead, you guys. You know, rest easy. Take care. Thank you for joining us today. I'm sure you've been blessed. You can follow us on our social media platforms at VHFUI on Instagram and on Twitter. You can also check out our YouTube videos with the name Vessels of Honors Foundation. Previous messages can also be listened to on Anchor and on Audiomark with the username Vessels of Honors Foundation. We're the Vessels of Honors Foundation. We're a very happy family. We're born with a very hot fire and we operate on a very high frequency. And we'd love you to join us again and again and again. Stay blessed and have a wonderful week. Bye.